So it turns out that we did not get to hear the case that Cuyahoga County is making that the drug companies caused the opioid crisis. At the 11th hour, they all settled, and the trial did not begin as scheduled Monday. That's the big story for Tuesday, October 22nd, but we have a few others. One is that Cuyahoga County might build a central booking office, something that has been discussed for decades. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. I'm Chris Quinn. Four major drug companies reached an agreement with Cuyahoga and Summit counties worth $260 million on Monday, hours before the nation's first federal opioid trial was set to start in Cleveland. The agreement, announced Monday morning, settles claims that the counties made against the companies with the biggest pocketbooks, the large distributors. For the record, they are Amerisource Bergen, McKesson, the Ohio-based Cardinal Health and drug maker Teva Pharmaceuticals, pharmacy chain Walgreens, which also was set to defend itself at the trial for its work as a distributor, did not reach an agreement. The suburban Chicago-based pharmacy company is set to be included in a second trial that the counties plan to mount. That trial, which could include other large companies such as Walmart, CVS, and Rite Aid, could take place next year. The settlement is a major step for more than 2,300 federal lawsuits filed by city and county governments across the country. The idea of having one place in Cuyahoga County for the booking of criminal suspects headed into the jail is an old one. Judges, prosecutors, and others have talked about it for years without ever having been able to get it done. The most recent manifestation was a proposal to incorporate it into a new justice center when it is built down the road. Armin Budish thinks he can get it done now. The county executive thinks he has enough vacant space in the Justice Center to do it today. Chief of Staff Bill Mason told Cleveland.com Central Booking will cut crowding at the downtown jail by more quickly moving people out who have addiction and mental health problems. They would move to treatment centers. The centralized booking could also include earlier bond hearings that result in quicker releases faster appointment of lawyers, and earlier reviews of charges by prosecutors, all of that would serve to reduce the jail population. The group that wants voters to spike Ohio's $900 million nuclear industry bailout did not make the deadline for collecting enough signatures to place it on the 2020 ballot. Ohioans against corporate bailouts had until 5 p.m. Monday to turn in 265,000 signatures from voters in 44 Ohio counties, and they now have placed their hopes in a federal judge. The group blamed aggressive interference from a pro-bailout group and an unreasonable time constraint in the Ohio law, and they have asked the court to give them an extra 90 days. A hearing on that request is scheduled for today. First Energy Solutions, the beneficiary of the bailout law, has said it would close down its two nuclear plants if the question makes it to the ballot. They say shutting down the plants would deprive the state of a backup form of power if natural gas prices rise steeply. Almost a year after Cuyahoga County residents learned of the rampant inhumane conditions at the county jail, in part because of crowding, the number of inmates has dropped below 1,800 for the first time in years. Jail officials, judges, and the county chief of staff, Bill Mason, have been working for months to get the population down, and it hit 1,790 earlier this month. That is within 25 of the state set capacity. 
Mason said one of the biggest factors has been the county's rehiring of former jail director Ken Kochevar, who identifies crime suspects eligible for pretrial release or transfer. Chief Administrative County Judge John J. Russo also credited judges and bailiffs for consistently reviewing their dockets for prisoners who could be moved along more quickly through hearings, bond reductions, and other steps. Mason also tipped his hat to the nonprofit Bail Project, which posts bonds for people who can't afford bail. To date, the group has bonded out more than 60 inmates. Do you like whiskey flavored by beer? What about beer flavored by whiskey? And what about a holiday twist? Then check out what's coming from Great Lakes Brewing Company and Wiggle Whiskey of Pittsburgh. They've come up with a holiday partnership to create Rudolph, which is Wiggle's straight holiday whiskey aged in Great Lakes 2018 Christmas Ale Barrels. They've also collaborated on a release of Great Lakes 2019 Christmas Ale aged in Wiggle Whiskey Barrels. Rudolph was aged for more than two years in new oak barrels before going into the ale casks for 10 months, giving it a flavor of cinnamon, ginger, honey, baked apple, and toffee. Rudolph will be released at Wiggle Distillery in Pittsburgh on November 27th. Great Lakes will release the Wiggle Barrel-Aged Christmas Ale on December 10th at the brewery's annual Holiday Brewmaster's Dinner, which will include a side-by-side tasting of Rudolph and the barrel-aged Christmas ale. The brewery's first pour party to launch this year's Christmas ale is on October 24th. Wiggle was founded in 2012 and is Pittsburgh's first distillery since Prohibition. Yes, it's too early to be talking about Christmas, but that's what's rolling across our plates these days in the newsroom. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. Come back tomorrow for another edition. 